Listening to the Medic Materials Podcast, hosted by Mike Turek, Emily Yates, Kelsey Coons, and Gerard Cuomo. All our current EMS providers and educators with a combined 30 years' experience. Each month, we discuss EMS news, medical science, and review actual EMS calls, bringing many educational opportunities to the listener. Portions of the calls have been altered to protect the privacy and identity of all involved. Hello and welcome everyone to the Medic Materials Podcast. My name is Mike Turek. I'm here with Gerard, Kelsey, and Emily as always. It is uh, June 1st and uh, it is finally freaking hot in New York. Thank Jesus. Um, no, 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 thank, thank Jesus. Jesus. Yes, no, no. it'll be hot every day. Oh. No, it's disgustingly oh, awful. disgusting. Still no long sleeve shirt. It's not hot enough. No, it's disgusting. Did, did you just paint your house? It's disgusting. Did I, you? Yeah. Or did, did someone not- else? No, no, no. I've been out there for like five days. Thank you very much. It does look good. Yeah, I know. It just got rained on. That's okay. So yeah. good I didn't even notice. Yeah, so good he didn't even notice. Like, go from really? one yeah. crazy color to the polar opposite. Yeah. Man didn't notice. Yeah, I walk in, he's like, yeah, we were painting up there. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I think where? I'm, you know, that, I think it looks really nice. That scares me that, like, could you miss, like, a arterial bleed and you're like <laughs> squirting out. Oh yeah. I, I don't know what I missed, but he died. Wait, there was? <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that. Where was that? I know I didn't put freaking ketchup on my fries. <laughs> you know why though? It's because you didn't pull up. When You normally park and you right, pull up. Right. That's why. Yeah, that's what it was. I'll no. defend him on that. Thank okay. You. I appreciate All that. right. Defense taken. <laughs> um, but uh, it is a, it is a cool day for other reasons. Uh, Kelsey, you were saying that your dad actually now listens to the show, which cool. is kind of cool. Hi, Pops. Um, Hi, Dad. And uh, I will say it is my dad's birthday today. Awesome. And, oh, happy uh, birthday. And guess what? He won't hear that because he's not proud of I this know. show. So <laughs> it's quite okay. <laughs> but I still wanted to wish him a happy birthday. So <laughs> as we move on, he says we're unprofessional, but uh, that's coming from a very, you know, white collar business background and i could totally see where he would be thinking that so i'm just uh there's gonna, a lot of things i would use to describe the, us four <laughs> professionals probably not one of them yeah, exactly white dollar is also definitely not but um in in reflection of birthdays i did just kind of want to go off on a tangent here um as a lot of people know it was my birthday last or two weeks ago and um i kind of had a time to reflect on the year that it's been literally just over a year that uh, this whole brand, Medic Materials, has started. So um, I launched the first video March 4th of 2020. Uh, there was a two-month gap between the first and the second. And then it's mm. been a, a May 15th, I launched you know the rest of all of the videos. And it's been a year now. And it's kind of just kind of like a, a surreal feeling the um success in this last year and just the amount of growth like we all hear the stories that people are listening to the show and they're watching the videos and old instructors are like dude you're like your shit's really really good and the podcast with everybody is really really good and um and the analytics like don't lie either like um you know just in the last month 33,000 people have seen at least a thumbnail of ours on wow. YouTube. Wow, that's wow. insane. Right? Um, 16,000 views we've hit on YouTube. Like, Please, no, no paparazzi. No paparazzi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, no we have enough fans. No like, um, You know, within the year, we gained organically uh, over 460 
subscribers on YouTube. Uh, there's over 550 people that like the Facebook page. There's now over 600 that like the Facebook group. And oh. and we're exciting. This this show, just the podcast alone, is closing in on 2,000 downloads. Oh my god! Uh, in total, I feel like a little cheering. Back. Wow! Yeah, seriously, Woo! like it's. I got it, you. <laughs> it literally is just a surreal feeling because I didn't, I didn't have like this whole, you know, plan. I just said I want to teach EMTs and paramedics, and I want to do it in a way that not a lot of people are doing it, and that was. On YouTube, and there's a lot of stuff on YouTube, but it's all old, or it's all very mm. condescending, or it's for nurses and doctors yeah. and not us. And uh, I felt like there was a niche there, and I kind of just went after it. And uh, I couldn't do it without the you know the three of you guys. Um, it has been awesome to just sit down here and banter with you guys um, and do this show. I feel like if it wasn't for our playing off of each other, this show would not be successful. <laughs> um, if it wasn't for Gerard coming back, Honestly, this show would not have been successful. Um, yes. I'm yes. going to remind him that he is amazing <laughs> yes. every single time that he says, it's not me. <laughs> Baloney, you saw the numbers. <laughs> we all love you. Um, you know, Good just... Night. Your show it's you. tunes. It's your show tunes. Everyone wants to hear you true. sing. That is true. <laughs> um, you are the comic relief of this show. Yes, Like there's always more laughs when Gerard is yes. here. It is 100 percent true. So it's awkward without you. It is. You know, I, you talk the second most amount on this show. It's me <laughs> than you. <laughs> that's that's probably not a good thing. But it is. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but sincerely, I, you know, this show wouldn't be a success without the three of you guys. And I want to say thank you. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who listens and is a subscriber and a follower. It is, uh, absolutely amazing what, uh, what, you know, organically we've done in the past year and, uh, it's going to continue to grow because I just see more and more feedback. Um, you know, the stories come in mm. every week when we get together. Oh, someone else was talking to me and this, that, the other thing. So, um, Kelsey, let's go into your rig check. And just so you know, we, the, I think the four of us are going to be in the dog thing, yes. right? We're going to be there. So, yeah. uh, I'm going to throw a flag on the play real quick. Oh, okay. <gasps> oh. Yellow, or, yellow or red? Uh, we'll go with the yellow. Okay. We'll go with the yellow. Carry on. Okay. So there's another reason why things are going probably going to be getting better and better. Because something else happened this past month with Mr. Turek that he's that not. old. I did get old. You did get old, but you he's also, been old. You also Let's be real. Accomplished something, didn't you? I did Ooh. something big. Well, something it's not that huge. Something yes, amazing. it is. Something that's been three years in the making. Yeah, it has been three years. But most people already know if they're on the Facebook page and stuff like well, that. Good but for them. but I, I <laughs> did. <laughs> doesn't make it any less exciting. That's true. That's true. None of you count. Yeah. <laughs> and if Except you do, you get to hear it again. <laughs> um, that is true, Gerard. Thank you. I did uh, mm -hmm. I did finally get my CIC, my, my actual instructor certification. Yes. So mm -hmm. hopefully um, I won't just be an intern teaching classes. Uh, it'll actually be like me teaching classes. Absolutely. So, uh, God, that's awesome. That is... Uh, best class yeah that's awesome yeah. i have a lot of refreshers that are going to be like hey just i'm going to show up and you're going to teach me from the start from every 
everything yeah. all over all over there's actually a few of them that have reached out already and been like i will take your class over again why don't do it but yeah i'll take your class not over again i'll just take your class <laughs> Need I'm back. You just i'm wanna, ready you just want to laugh at how i teach because i yell and i'm i love and the I way throw, you teach i throw my hands around and i jump around and are you kidding i would fail every single scenario of yours they're fun I know that's they're so much fun, but you know some of them, so I know it's not like you could like go into them and be like, I'm gonna rock this. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. You'd rock it. Yo, Mister Tourniquet would have been dead. (laughs) That's because nobody cares about the cop. And I still would have missed that. You could give that to me tomorrow. I would probably still miss it. I think you give that to probably anybody. (sighs) Very, very few would have picked up on that. Yeah, (sighs) but it was, it was, it was. You know, oh my god, I'm gonna use a Star Trek term. All right. I Nerd alert. It. Nerd <laughs> alert. I'm all ears. It was the Kobayashi Maru. Oh! No! That's it. Love it. It's the no-win scenario. It is. I, I don't, yeah. So but, catch 22? But Kirk won. Stop being so young. Because he... I know, he cheated. He cheated. I know, I get but it. But no, he, he, he reprogrammed the simulation. Right. So... We're nerding. Uh-huh. It's okay. We it's, can probably it's, reprogram Justin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did materials. so good. He did so good. Uh, but anyway, Kelsey, <laughs> let's get with your rig check so we can finally get on with uh, the really awesome scenario that we're going, or not scenario, but call review that we're we're going to do today. Um, the ending is somewhat mind blowing. Kind of fun. So I, I hope that you, I, I see some jaw droppage and being like, be no, I already no, feel like fuck this. Right? There's just like this build up, and I'm gonna get to the end and we'll just be like, that was it. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! No no no! This is this is cool. Just okay, just you what? wait. <laughs> <laughs> what? You stubbed your toe? <laughs> Okay, guys, so for today's break check, we are asking you to go donate to Operation At Ease on the Medic Materials Facebook page. Do it. Do it. <laughs> if you don't know what Operation At Ease is, check out our May 1st episode. We have surpassed our $200 goal, but we want to keep donating because it is such a great cause. If you're looking for another way to donate to Operation At Ease and help out, they are doing a dog wash fundraiser at Wagtown Dog Grooming. It takes place on June 20th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So all of you dog dads out there can spend Father's Day with your pups helping out a great cause. And I must break in here. All four of us will be there. So if you want to actually like meet us, there you go. We will be meeting people who come up and be like, you're the podcast people. My dog will not be participating. She barely handled the hose down in the backyard I gave her the other day. I might bring Rebel, but he's not getting a wash. I kind of want to bring my cat. Here, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> we got into something foul the other day. <laughs> and today we would like to shout out our listeners in Tennessee and Brazil. Woo! Obrigado, Woo. Brazil. <laughs> so cool. It's so cool seeing like the, the international reach. I know, isn't it? It's yeah, it really, is. really it's awesome. It's kind of crazy. Um, like I said, now we gotta get the Zulus in on it. Seriously, South Africans, not, where not you at? one. Where you at? <laughs> not one person is downloaded in South Africa. Like bastards. So yeah, I'm missing. I'm assuming Africa and Antarctica and the one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we got down under. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good eye. Good eye. Mm-hmm. We should Balls go market. Let's hmm? go on a road trip. Well, not a road trip, but we how should. would you like to go on a trip? trip? We should to we, uh, market. 
It'd be interesting to take the podcast on the road. Right? We should do like a whole like the a whole series of like meet and greets. That would be cool. Oh be my cool. god, that would be awesome. Like, we could do like what uh like Free Bear and Hot Wings does. They like broadcast from mm. inside of like a bar, but we'll do the inside of like an ambulance bay. Oh, let's do it. And uh, like meet and greet. Or how about we do it from inside of a bar? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I mean I'm not against Most the bar. ambulance bays are bars, so <laughs> <laughs> At least the mollies have booze. Uh, um, but uh, something to be something to think about is as we grow the show. So let's get into this call review. So your system is a uh, densely populated uh, suburban area outside of a large city. It's a municipal system with uh, transporting ambulance staff by two paramedics of similar skill and years of experience. So this isn't like a, you know, super 20-year-old provider and a brand new provider. These guys are fairly uh, similar in uh, in years of experience. Uh, your area hospitals, which we'll get into later, uh, for now, I'm just going to say that one hospital is within 10 minutes and the other hospital is within 30 minutes. We'll get into why uh, that's kind of cryptic later. Uh, your initial, your uh, ding, ding, <laughs> ding. <laughs> Uh, you're, <laughs> I dinged myself, damn it. Uh, the initial I dispatch, I know. <laughs> That's illegal in some states. <laughs> um, you have a Delta response or priority one to a residence for a 70-year-old female altered mental status. Um, upon arrival, the EMS crew enters the home and is met by the patient's husband. He reports that about 90 minutes ago, his wife complained of a sudden onset headache. Severe enough, her vision became blurry and causing some dizziness, having almost fell while walking around the home. Uh, she felt as if she was getting a migraine, which uh, he notes she does have a history of. Um, she said that she took some Tylenol and then told her husband that she was going to sit in the living room for a while. Um, he checked on her about 10 minutes ago. She fa- she's found to be slumped over on the couch, altered. This is when he requested EMS. Um The crew enters the living room and finds the elderly female seated on the couch, being propped up on the right side by a stack of pillows. Her eyes are open, but she does not appear to speak to EMS when they enter the room. Um, What are your guys' initial thoughts here? Not good. Not good. I mean, neuro. This screams neuro. Okay. Screaming neuro. I I like it. I'm not disagreeing there. I think this screams neuro as well. Um, I'll withhold judgment until we get a little further in. But yeah, I mean, it's it's almost a neuro like path right down the rip. Okay. Anything that you guys want to do right off the rip? Other than just neuro. Is there something specific that you guys want to do right off the rip? No, just go down the neuro path. No, I, I mean, mean usual I'm, initial yeah, assessment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, always, 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 always <laughs> initial assessment. Okay. You wanted to say something? Oh well, Gerard stole my thunder, so <laughs> I can okay. edit it. <laughs> you just want to cut <laughs> it all out. Right it's it. okay. Um. So these guys do do initial uh, a Are initial assessment. Ding. 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 
Uh, the lead paramedic approaches the female and begins the assessment. They find her alert with her eyes open, but does not make eye contact. She does attempt to turn her head towards the providers, but only succeeds at, uh, at certain times. Uh, when she does speak, she is only able to make sounds, no actual syllables or words. Airways clear, does not appear to be in any respiratory distress or difficulty breathing. Pupils are equal, reactive, and skin is warm, dry, and pink. Uh, the secondary paramedic, uh, while all this is going on, they kind of tag team her. I know that sounds dirty. Um, <laughs> Gerard, sorry. that was your moment. <laughs> oh, oh, Stole that one right out from underneath. I was like, what? wait, what? That's on the T. All I got to do what? is swing. Is that like gilf porn or something? I don't know. Like, <laughs> so. Wow. <laughs> so confused. Guys, my oh, dad so listens to this. Last copy of making sorority grandma six, huh? Oh, oh my shit. God. <laughs> I finally put together what gilf means. Yeah. Good for, for you. Enjoy well done, Kels. Well done. So, anyhow. Anyway. Where did bring in the gilf reference? Uh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, there's a lot of things out there. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's a few. There's a lot of things. Anyhow. Not in Germany, but... <laughs> but so... The secondary paramedic uh, during this time connects her to the cardiac monitor and gathers a baseline set of vitals, right? These guys are fairly on top of things. Uh, the four-lead EKG is connected, and the initial rhythm is AFib, atrial fibrillation, at a rate of 125, uh, confirmed further by a 12-lead, which showed AFib, no ST elevations or depressions. Uh, BP via the NIBB cuff, like the auto cuff, uh, returns as 222. Over 135. Respiratory rate, 20. Unlabored. Pulse ox is 90% on room air. Can I get a blood sugar? You can get a blood sugar, just not yet. Um, <laughs> How was that thunder? Put that on hold. Wow. Um, I call bullshit. <laughs> well, they eventually get it. It's just not there yet. Got to go through a few more bridges first. Um, other than blood sugar... Do you guys want anything more specific? Like, where are your heads with these vital signs, this presentation? I think uh, it fits our initial yeah. uh, thought Still on thinking this. narrow? Yeah. Yeah, the AFib at 125, eh, meh. Yeah. It's, it's not that really... I'm, I'm not I mean, it's, it's it could be pinned in, in the back of my mind, but I'm not right. really that concerned about it. It's that BP? I'm actually going to believe that. Okay. I'm definitely thinking another one, but that one right there, I kind of buy. Yep. Just based on what I've seen so far. Okay, I like it. Um, so these guys do go down the the like the full on neuro assessment. They do a stroke assessment and they find uh, negative facial droop. They see positive slurred incomprehensible speech. She is just sounds. Mm -hmm. Yes, Kelsey. I have a question. I was gonna say if you don't say that phrase, I swear. I know. I have a question. <laughs> it's the raising the hand thing. Right. Um, well, because God. otherwise I'll just keep talking. Game. This I, is radio. Otherwise I'll keep talking, so I have to make it a point that I have a question. Or you could just be like, Turk, shut so up. I have a question. Have a question. <laughs> Why is she propped up with pillows? I am assuming that with my next sentence being <laughs> um, negative weakness on the left side. Right side, however, finds no purposeful movement or grip strength that if she wasn't propped up on the right side, she would just fall over. 
be like, Timber. So um, she has slurred speech. Her pupils are equal. There's no facial droop and she's right sided neglect. Correct. With a GCS of 12, these providers uh, felt that she was a four to six on the GCS. Now, did she have, you said she had a gaze or or she was just kind of like, she would try to track them but wasn't able to? Correct. Okay. The the whole head wasn't tracking according to what they were telling me. It wasn't so much like an eye gaze, like a pupillary gaze or, you know, like up and to the right. It was cranial nerve. Follow fingers at all or no? She did not follow those commands. Okay. No. She tries, like she tries to move right. her head and stuff, but, but there, there was an attempt to, and you can see that it's just not happening. Right. Is her head stuck like to the right or the left per se? I don't know. Does it matter? If you said yes, would that change something for you? I'm just curious. Well, because where your like, head is. they think like they talk about like if your eyes gaze like one way, you're like if you're having like a stroke per se, like in your eyes gaze to the left, generally your bleed would be to the left. I didn't know if it was the same thing for like your head. Head just gets stuck like. Or would it also confirm just that that right sided weakness? Yes, I was gonna say I wouldn't even care. Okay. It's an interesting direction. I don't know the actual answer, but yeah, you it really look, doesn't much you matter. You look to your bleed, right? I don't know no. if, like, with your head, is it stuck to the get, same like, side? Stuck? Yeah. Right. Interesting. Yeah, like your head follows your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It, mm. I mean, I've definitely seen patients, like, going back in the Wayback Machine, I've seen patients <laughs> when they gaze, their head kind of tilts up with it. Um, but I mean, I've never seen like someone full on, like look over their left shoulder. Stuck. It's kind of like, you know, oh, they kind of trail up to mm-hmm. 10 o'clock or two o'clock or something like right, that. Right. Um, but never like, oh, I'm going to look at nine, you know, kind of thing. So, um, at this point, the secondary medic places her on two liters oxygen via nasal cannula due to those oxygen saturations around 90. Oh, Totally yeah. missed that. I was like, oh, for funsies? Yeah, that, that, nope. I was thinking about that, too. I'm like, I so didn't even an, catch initial, that. We... Initial oxygen saturations on room air were 90%. Uh, this crew decided two liters was enough, which they were. Oxygen saturations increased to 98%. Uh, they also obtained a Kelsey of blood glucose. It was 190 milligrams per deciliter. Uh, they also, for whatever shits and giggles, I guess, in the age of COVID, because uh, this happened at some point last year, uh, uh, they took an infrared forehead temperature, came back as 98 degrees. Cool. I'm convinced that those. first infrared temperature that ever came back as 98. I was going to say 97.7. Yeah, every right. single right. one is 97.7. I'm convinced that they just pick it up. But those things, they just. They prob- they're probably just random number generators. Yeah. <laughs> right. You just you know? click it and it just gives you a new number. It's like yeah. it's like the NIB beat cuff. It's just That's a true. random number generator. Oh, what's the f- I throw my slots and boom, three numbers pop up. Okay, your slots not uh, counting. One question. Okay. Is it pull slots? Sorry, pull slots, not throw slots. You don't throw slots. Exactly. You. That's what I said. You throw slot and you pull it. I was. I never you. mind. I Carry on. I, I was trying to gambles. correct myself, but yeah, I failed okay. miserably. Just go ahead. Does that just qualify be, as a dig? Just to, no. Just to round that just out everything. Qualifies me as an idiot sometimes. <laughs> not that this. Not, not that I'm thinking we're gonna find anything too far off, but lung sounds were taken at all. Lung sounds were not taken. Okay. Not taken. Okay. But with this, I would assume... Wait, can I ask what? Uh, just to cover all my bases. Because they were hypoxic. And really, lung sound okay. should be taken on every patient, right. whether the need be or not. So 
I, then I like you it. know what you're listening for. Right. And Lord knows we've Please had listen patients to your with sounds. more than one thing going on yeah. at one God time. Imagine. That happens. What? <laughs> yeah. God forbid that happens. So uh, during this time, the primary medic attempts to gather patient history and meds from the husband. Um, meds list as aspirin, simvastatin, lasartan, plavix, and hydrochlorothiazide. Right. So we got a little HTN going. Um, allergies. HTN. Oh. Hypertension. Yeah. You couldn't just say that. <laughs> no, it's fun to use acronyms. Oh my God. It's more fun. Oh you my God. It's, it's funner. It's funner. <laughs> um, allergies. Yeah. Allergies. Percocet. Whatever. Who cares? Um, history. Hypertension. Hyperlipidemia. HTN. 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 Sorry. What does that make? Hyperlipidemia. High cholesterol. That's what that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what I write. High cholesterol. <laughs> Take that chart. <laughs> um, and the uh, the husband notes that she does have a history of recent heart surgery, but does not recall what kind. I was it just going to say, why is she on Plavix? Because that's not one you go on for AFib. Right. Um, another, another set of vital signs are taken at this time. The, uh, auto BB, uh, returns as 200 over 119 heart rate is 127 still a fib on the monitor. Uh, respiratory rate remains unlabored at a rate of 20 and the SPO2 now is 99% on the two liters. So your guys thoughts, diagnoses, what kind of things are mulling over in your head here for the surgery? Uh, he does not recall um, what, mm. when, or he said it's recent, but they don't have a specific day. Like they can't say it's been a week, two weeks, four days. They've been taking all her meds. According to, but she's at such a high risk with the hyperlipidemia, the mm. hypertension, recent surgery, the AFib. Even if she's on Plavix, she has so many risk factors. Yeah. Are, Even are, if she's taking her meds, I'm she's still at a high risk for, yeah, yeah, for okay. a clot. So you're thinking maybe stroke yeah. type, like a blockage somewhere yeah, in the brain? Yeah. Okay. Ischemic type stroke. I like it. Um, Kelsey, anything to add? Are you on the bandwagon? I'm on the bandwagon. She is on the bandwagon. Uh, so the uh, the crew decides, let's extricate her from the house, get her starting to move, right? Place her on the stair chair, get her onto the stretcher outside, they move her into the ambulance. Who's able to go on the stair chair? I mean, with two shoulder straps, I could assume that she wouldn't be leaning too far. I mean, what I've about done that it. head that's just like I can't even put a drunk person on a stair yeah, chair because know. they fall out of it. Oh no! I'm impressed. I I Good. have faith in them. Yeah. I don't know who this is, but well done. <laughs> uh, there were a lot of things that Bold were style. yeah they, that did, were, they are that doing were fairly right. well done. Okay, like yeah. you know, uh, a dual paramedic crew. I, I assume this is a high volume agency outside of a large city. Like yeah. you know, good um, number of years of experience. Probably, uh, probably have seen stuff like this before, you know? Um, so once they get in the ambulance, the two paramedics kind of have a, a conversation about where they're going, right? Mm. That hospital 10 minutes away, that hospital 30 minutes away. Uh, and they agree that they both want to transport to the hospital that's 30 minutes away mm. instead of the one that's 10 minutes away. And ultimately, they believe that that one is a more appropriate facility because these guys are all also going on that this is some sort of neurological event and it could be a stroke. 
So they want to go to the comprehensive stroke center, whereas the one 10 minutes away is only a primary stroke center. So um, I kind of wanted to just go into like what each can do, right? So primary, typically they're not going to be able to deal with bleeds. So if you believe that this could be some sort of hemorrhagic stroke and you have a comprehensive like center close, just bypass that primary and go right mm-hmm. to that comprehensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but primaries still can give TPA. They can still do CT scans and stuff like that's that. That's really it. And that's really it. Like they, yeah. they can diagnose what kind, if it's a blockage, they can start the TPA if they fit that parameter window. And quite frankly, a lot of times when you're having when you have a clot, they're not going to catch it on a CTA as much. Yeah. So you really need to go to the comprehensive because even if it is a clot or an ischemic stroke, mm-hmm. there's more options that they can do. Like, all right, that's great that this community hospital can give TPA. I'm not taking away from that, but that is a very small population that can actually get TPA. Right. Most people, like, the way it seems in EMS is everyone goes, oh, well, you know, they have a block, they can get TPA. Yeah, that's not the case. That is not the case. There is a significant checklist that they need to fit. And actually, she's a recent cardiac surgery, so she's not a candidate for TPA. Mm -hmm. So the the primary stroke center is not going to do anything for her. Right. They're going to transfer her out to the comprehensive comprehensive. anyway. So just get her there. Just get her there. Time is tissue. That's usually just my thought process. Anyone that I have any inkling that it's going to be uh, stroke related anything like that i i i just want to go to the, the place where i know they're going to get yeah the right. best care and she's still within that window and the best options like right all the options you got right. vascular you got everything yeah there. she's yeah. still yeah, i mean within 90, the window. 90 minutes right. plus the time that ems has been there so you know rounded off to she's been there for two hours yeah. with symptoms she's still well within the Even window on a 30 to minute make transport, a 30 minute drive exactly yeah, she and that gives her a lot of options right um do you guys, I mean, consensus at the table is they made the appropriate yes, decision. Yes. I 100% agree. Uh, so they start uh, transport to the Comprehensive Stroke Center. And um, while en route, Ivy is established. Uh, the medic places a 20 in the left hand. I like bigger, but whatever. You're going to put um, a 20, put it up higher. Seriously. And that's kind of but like. the largest you can get. Like, go for the 18s. Don't be so afraid. Well, it, you know. Especially in like strokes and traumas, yeah. like the you, bigger the better. The bigger the better. Um, most of the time, like adult, eighteen, yeah, pediatric, twenty. You see, I I don't typically follow that rule. Like if it's just like toe pain and I'm going to do an IV because they need something, right? I'll do a twenty because that's all they need, right? But if it's this or a trauma or someone that I need to make sure that I'm dumping a lot of stuff into or whatever. Yeah. 18 at the mm-hmm. smallest. Yeah. You know, I agree. Like but strokes, traumas if, is like 18, 16, 14. Yeah. If you can get it. Yep. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't put a lot of twenties in. I'm not going to lie. Well, and that's it. You know, okay. I think it's, I think it's a lot of, uh, you know, personal comfort level. Um, all my hospital people are laughing at me right now. Why? For the not putting the 20 thing in. They make fun of me for it all the time. Ah, <laughs> well, you know, Whatever. See, I get nurses that go like this, the little heart sign, when I tell them I have an 18 in all the time. I mean, most That's because do. you get EMS and they're like, well, we're going to call a stroke alert on this, but don't worry. They have a 22 in their hand. Right, what yeah. do, What the <laughs> fuck do you want me to do with that? Yeah. yeah. Just save the vessel. I'll get but it later. Yep. Even with the old, you know, the geriatrics, I'll, I'll try an 18 first. If I get it. Bless. Right on. 
Mm-hmm. If I don't, all right, now, now we'll look at some other options. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I want to give them the best, you know, possible I can give them. And to me, it's an 18. And I'm going to be able to bowl stuff in there and mm-hmm. do whatever I got to do. Yeah. So uh, these guys place 20, whatever. Um, at least they have access. At least they have access, right? And uh, and usable access, right? Here's where they did something that I'm kind of like, okay, I see it, but I don't. I personally would not do this. They end up hanging a thousand bag of uh, saline and starting a maintenance drip of like a KVO drip. I don't really see the need for that. We can go into that later if you guys want to, but that's like old I don't, school. I don't Everybody really see the need. I yeah, usually, I don't I usually, see the need for I it. Usually, I, not usually. I used to do that. Old school. I have since gone into the saline lock, lock it off, and yeah, and that's like you know, me. If you get fluid it, if it. you need fluid. Like right. here, your pressure's already two twenty. Like, what right. do I need to give right. you a right. little what bit you, more for? Yeah, you know. Um, so, vital signs again. 186 over 96, so we're coming down hey. a little bit, right? Heart rate, 111, still AFib. Respiratory rate, 18, unlabored, SpO2, 96%. So I have a really, really random question that I feel like is going to make me... So Join the club. <laughs> I sound stupid all stroke, the time. So stroke patient, they if they don't have reduced circulation... So should you not be doing an IV in whatever side their weakness is? Like if like their capillary refill, let's say, is still the same. So I'm. You still have strong pulses on each. Still be cautious to do I'm an steal on that. the functional side. Go right. Ahead. I'm gonna say you should try and avoid the neglect side because that side is already at high risk for injury. It's already they can't control it. If that were to infiltrate or anything, they can't tell you. Like, to, I mean, she can't really communicate at all right now. But I always think of that as like a limb alert side. So I will, given the option, try and go on the non-neglect side. They're able to protect it more usually. They can feel when something's wrong without it dumping a thousand bag into their soft tissue. I will say stay away from the neglect side. However, in the event of emergency, you get access where you get access. Yeah. I like it. I I go with that. I don't see anything wrong with them going in the left, you know, the non-affected side. I I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, So getting back to vital signs uh SBO2 remains 96% on that 2 liters and uh they actually uh decide to do end tidal uh via a nasal probe they just connect uh they like kind of switch out the nasal prongs for the mm-hmm. you know uh nasal cannula and they use the the nasal probe and uh that returns is 41 an end tidal of 41 GCS is remaining 12. So not really seeing anything that's like jumping out at me here, but no neurological symptoms are getting better. Mm-hmm. Like nothing's getting worse, but nothing's really getting better. Right. We kind of I mean, agree on that. At this point, I don't think I would expect it to. Yeah. Right. Like I, 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 these are symptoms that are a little bit more than TIA like symptoms mm. to me. Yeah. Like it's not screaming, Oh, these might go away kind of thing. Um, so approximately 10 minutes goes by in the transport when she shows tonic clonic seizure like activity lasting approximately 40 seconds. Well, damn. Well, damn. The primary <sighs> medic, <laughs> the primary medic. Was this one of my calls? No. <laughs> this is when I look from the driver's seat. I'm like, man, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so the, uh, the well, primary. sure sounds like something that happened to me. 
like something that would happen to you. <laughs> it totally <laughs> should. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, primary me- the primary medic ding <laughs> sees this activity, uh, <laughs> Damn, but it. there is not enough time to fully draw up and administer. Their uh, protocol uses Versed, so five milligrams of IV Versed. Right? They they get it drawn up, but they're just not able to give it before the seizure stops. However, this medic just kind of pockets it and mm-hmm. says, maybe if they had one, yeah, they'll, have, they'll two, have another one. I right? have a fun fact. 9.3% of all people who experience strokes will have a seizure. 9.3%. That's 9. interesting. 9.3%. I did not know that. That is interesting. So they pocket that, that you know, first dose of Ursaid, and um, when they look up from drawing that dose, the patient has not yet come out of the, you know, postictal unresponsive period. Um, they check her responsiveness and find that she is completely unresponsive to all stimuli. Mm, However, the, rate? the respiratory rate Where's remains... That airway? Mm-hmm. The respiratory God, rate remains 14. She's still unlabored. SpO2 is 94. And end title... On two liters? Yep. Stays the same at 41. They rerun the blood pressure. It's now 181 over 93. She's still at a rate of 120. AFib on the monitor. Apparently that seizure did her blood pressure. 220. Is it a fluke or is um, it like the seizure did her blood pressure? Great. I'm just going to go ahead and. I mean, great. Isn't she still 186? Isn't she's 181 said? right now. Yeah, I still don't like it. I don't like it, but I'm also looking she's at. She's post dictal, though. Right, but we're also trending rapidly downward. downward. Okay. If we started up, remember our first, what, two or three beats? 220, like 220 to 180. Yeah, I mean, we're. What's her heart rate? In how 120. Long? It's it's dropping pretty quick, right? Yeah. So the the initial points hold on the initial blood pressure is 222 over 135. Now she's 181. Hold on, let's see. 181 over 93. And how many minutes? So she's had a 40 point change in her systolic and about the same in her diastolic. In how many minutes? About 15, probably. This is probably mm-hmm. going on 35, 40 ish. Oh really? Oh okay. I thought we were like ten minutes. Five. No, so this is ten minutes. Well, they got them out of, and they got her out of the house. They right. assessed yeah, her, got true. her out of the house. Yeah. So you have to think twenty minutes 20 on and then scene, ten in yeah. transport. You know, so ten in transport. Right. So about thirty minutes okay. ish. I don't know for sure, but that's just what I'm going to say. Um, so the medic and at this point, she's got fluids going already, so you can actually kind of play with that a little. Mm. I mean, they're KVO fluids, and they don't. But they don't. You, you can. Yeah, but they this this crew decides not to change the fluids. I would not. I would not either. They're just, no. they're just there. I'm just saying it's like it's. I don't know. I'm not really worried about that. Okay. I, it's still too high, and she's postictal. So, okay. So the medic looks at her and goes, eh, "I don't really like where this is going." So he actually decides to put in an NPA. Woo. Left nice. nair, completely successful. Takes it like a champ. Bilateral. No. Is that what you said? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, are you guys kind of okay with everything that this crew is doing so far? Like, yes. they're pretty on the ball, yeah. right? Um, you're still going down the neuro train here, mm-hmm. I, I would assume. Um, so, the crew is still about a 15 minute drive from the hospital. The medic delivers an incoming radio report declaring a code stroke, right? Code Plus. neuro, right? Okay. Agree? Disagree? Yes. Yep. Absolutely, right? 
when the medic hangs up the radio, she begins to seize again, showing again tonic-clonic activity. Uh, the medic administered that pocketed five milligrams IV Versed. Good man. Awesome. Or Good woman. man. Yeah. Uh, however, the seizure lasts another two minutes after Ooh. the IV dose Ooh. before stopping. She remains unresponsive, and at this point, ventilations decrease to the point of agonal breaths. Um, now we got like two out of three of Cushing's triad. Okay. Very interesting. Your guys are looking at me like this is getting bad. <laughs> I'm hating this patient right now. <laughs> How Damn dare you. she have a what? medical emergency? Yeah. The nerve of her. Yeah, seriously. Dare she get sick? Right. Ouch. You're sure well, it's funny. No. <laughs> no. No. Me, you got to do all this crap. Got to go above you. and beyond. So at this point in time, like, what's going through your head? Before I tell you what the what this crew decides to do, what's kind of going like? What would you do in this situation? Secure the airway. And yeah, I mean, when he when she says the first time, Gerard and I looked at each other yeah. for airway, but yeah. okay. I I would go a little further. Yeah. Okay, so are we talking RSI? Are we talking like intubation? Are we talking BVM? What are we doing? At this here? point, we've already given radio report. How far out are we? Fifteen minutes. Okay, go. Oh. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Digitally or non-digitally? <laughs> Do it Ronnie style, face-to-face fish hook. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, so this medic uh, actually yells up to his partner, stop, pull over. We're going to RSI this patient right here. Are you guys okay with that? Uh, No. I think now you've you were ahead of the curve. Okay. Right up until that point, you make that decision, and now you're you're stopping getting her where she needs to go. But is that going to make a difference if there's no airway? But at the same point, like I see the point. I in see a where you're... airway. However, yeah. if you can take she's five ten right? minutes with agonal breaths, like. She needs an airway. I don't, yeah, I don't think I disagree with and, that. And the proper airway is intubation, like an ET intubation. Yes, a king would yeah. do it, but is it proper? Gold standard, of course, is ET intubation. Right. I don't disagree with this move. I don't disagree with it either. Like if this was, they were five hours out or four, you know, they're crushing time. Like they got four forty five or, you know, three forty five in the four hour window. Even if they are, they're going to take the time to secure the airway before anything happens. Exactly. They're going to take this time, whether it's in the ambulance or in the hospital, that airway is going to get secured before the interventions get done for the stroke. So you can't, you can't bag someone in a CT scanner. Right. So take the five minutes. I I don't disagree with them. Yeah, I think actually, I, w- I, I think I would do it too. I probably would have done this too from the driver's I, seat. You know. Yeah. <laughs> anything to anything to you're um, you're mulling it over still. I, I, I see. I'm it. still mulling it because I I'm, mean I like the king idea. I, I just I'm just thinking right now we're we've we've made so much headway ahead of that ahead of that curve, and I think stopping to do an RSI. Although you know, thankfully we've got two medics and we we. We actually have the option to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if she's completely unresponsive and she has no gag reflex. I, absolutely, I think I think a king secure it, 
verify that, you know, make sure we have. But you're not going to put the place. king on a vent. So she still needs to get intubated before she can even go to CAT scan. You're going to lose this yeah. 10 minutes regardless of where you are. Anyway. Right. Yeah, you're right. Just you're going to lose the 10 that. minutes. Are you going to lose it in the ambulance? You're going to lose it in the ER. Yeah, true. But then again, I mean, it, no. Would I rather have it, you know, lost with an RT in a nice stable setting with, you know. All no, the, I'd rather take the, the airway, nets. walk in and walk right to CAT scan. Yeah. All right. All right. I can so, see it. So. I mean, I'd. Agree to disagree. No, no, no. No, I, <laughs> no, I, I both points are I good. I, yeah, I, I think it's just a preference. Like, this is one of those things where if um, you really had to be, I guess you really have to be in that situation. Right. Because um, it's easy for me to sit here and go, yep, fuck it, throw King in. Yeah. You know? And it's easy to say, oh, no, It's easy to quarterback well, the situation. Yeah, oh, you know? yeah. Yep. We're not making these, you know, split second decisions, you know, in the rig right now. We're around the table. We've got drinks. We're, you know, happy, happy. Mm-hmm. You know? So these paramedics do uh, agree to RSI uh, as she can no longer protect her own airway and she's remained unconscious, unresponsive after the seizures. I mean, you you, you have to do something, yeah. Exactly. They begin to assist ventilations with the bag valve mask. Uh, They hook that up to 15 liters oxygen and uh, they provide a rate of around 14 breaths a minute. Um, They also start high flow uh, passive oxygenation through the nasal and tidal probe which I think is cool. Nice. Right? Mm-hmm. Not even nasal prongs, like mm-hmm. nasal cannula. Let's just use the end title. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I, I like it. And they still have that NPA in. Yeah, work right? with what you got. Work with what you got. Uh, they run vital signs prior to the med admins, which I think is awesome. We should all be doing that. Yes. Um, blood pressure, 141 over 89. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Heart rate is 119. Now it's a sinus tack on the monitor. It's no longer an Ooh. AFib. Uh, SpO2 is 92%. End titles 46. They actually repeat a BG, which I think is awesome after the seizures. And it was 190. Now it is 69 milligrams per deciliter, which I, I think is see. a serious change. Yeah. Uh, but it's just really interesting that they chose to do that because um, most providers would not think to Your recheck. Body just chewed up all that glucose. Right. Yeah. Um, they, uh, I find it interesting she's also not a diabetic and her initial sugar was 190. Seriously, right? But I digress. Yeah. That's an interesting point. Mm. I didn't even I didn't even notice that. Didn't give it a second thought. I was like, yeah. oh, 190, okay. <laughs> when I was reading this. It like, didn't say hi. Right. <laughs> <laughs> With moving <Keto>. on. <laughs> um, so the medics choose to intubate with Atomidate and uh and succinacholine. The primary medic sets up the intubation equipment. <laughs> don't don't even start. Um, I do not understand or know why they chose sucks over. They might not have had anything else. I can tell you why. I honestly don't know because that's what we always do. So no, I have reading that same study. I have asked so many people like, why'd you choose sucks? It's easier to dose. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't know the answer. I know. I, know. I don't know the answer. So they choose Atomidate. They choose Tux. Uh, they People don't like doing finger math. Probably. Um, as we teach for BVM, Gerard, mm-hmm. they actually position this lady's head at 30 degrees. Nice. Up, hey. And I was like, so wing. Right on. Um, they, uh, so when they reposition the head... Uh, the primary medic who's setting up for the intubation uh, finds a bandage to the left side of the neck. Was it wet? 
No, it's not a wet bandage. It is dry. That was relevant on the last one. It was. It is dry with no signs of discharge, right? On the left neck? On the left side of the neck. Now, from what I know, uh, talking to these, you know, these providers, uh, this was during the colder sets of months and there was a turtleneck and when they repositioned her head, they could actually move the turtleneck and that's where they saw the bandage. So it wasn't like they saw it from, you know, day one, like, boom, there it is staring at you. Wait, so like a bandaid? No, or just like, like a like a four by four, a four by or like four. a huge surgical, or like a not a huge because if it hides by the turtleneck, but like a surgical dressing. Yeah, like you know, a, a four bandage. by four. I don't know. It just says bandage. Okay. That's what you're going on. Wet, dry. It's dry, but whatever. <laughs> this is not wet. At least <laughs> I would have not been able to move forward. <laughs> You're still stuck on if there was another wet bandage. <laughs> Seriously. What are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds, right? Um, the, uh, the second medic, while the f- primary medic is setting up all the intubation equipment, actually takes the time to uh, not only get the dosages of the meds, but also start another line. They nice. start a 18-gauge uh, in go. the left AC. There we go. And, yeah, you just needed the right medic. That's all. Um, <laughs> you needed the driver. Right. You just need the driver. Um, she is successfully sedated, then paralyzed, then intubated on the first pass with a 7.5 ET tube. Um, Go with the eight. Placements confirmed. Who knows? I'm not even going to. No, that's I'm a judgment call. Totally joke. Like, whatever. Um, placement is confirmed via waveform capronography. They do listen to lung sounds at that point in time. They're clear. Excellent. Cool. Um, so they begin transport. Secondary medic goes back up, starts driving wee woo bus to to hospital. <laughs> now remember, fifteen <laughs> minutes away station, like. to, we, to the boo boo station. Right? <laughs> um, during this time, she's continued to be ventilated by the BBM. Uh, she's given one more dose of five milligrams versed for post intubation nice. sedation. I was just going to ask, what are they using right. today? Because yes, yeah. And uh, the last set of vital signs before they give over patient care is BP 155 over 79, heart rate still sinostac 122, uh, SPO2 is 99%, and title of 46. They arrive at the ER, cool, they hand her over, awesome. Um, Your guys... Please tell me I can find out what the bandage on the neck was from. Your guys' thoughts (laughs) and stuff with the whole call. Before I, think they I did go into a great into, job, yeah, uh, I think spot on. I think the only thing I would have maybe considered, um, seeing that huge drop in BG, I probably might have throw some D10 in there. Okay, but that's about it. I think everything else was pretty much spot on. Okay, so do you guys want to know what happened? Do I get to know what happens to the what, what is the bandage from? What's the bandage for? Please, you don't get to know what the bandage okay, is, then I want to know what yet. happened. Oh, oh, keep going. (laughs) So they when they arrive at the ER, they go in and uh, the ER staff right there on the stretcher did deem her a code stroke at the door. They said, yep, yeah, she's gorked. Go to CAT scan. Right. Go to CAT scan. Which they can do because she's intubated. Ooh. (laughs) Um, So she is sent to the CT where... They confirm via CT there are no blockages, no bleeds, no sh- no significant signs, no signs at all. 
of intracranial stroke? UTI. <laughs> you're either having a stroke or you're septic. Does she have cancer? She does not have cancer. There is nothing wrong with her head. Nothing. No. She Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. No. Nothing wrong. That CT is clearer than clear. There is no No, tumors. I needed an emergent MRI. There I don't is believe no it. Nothing. I don't believe nothing. it. <laughs> She's impossible. denying results. You've just now postured into your thinking pose like I'm now so going to debate has, this. So she pray to God pose. It's not on you anymore. That's true. History of migraines, hypertension. Had a headache, ultramental status, and now she has new onset seizures, and it just all happened in the same day. Yeah, apparently. Did she? F- no, did she? I was gonna say, did she fall? No, because no. she didn't have a bleed. Oh right, yeah. UTI. <laughs> Doubling down. Doubling down. Yahtzee on on UTI with a wet bandage. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Wait. Wait. So. Well, actually, no. Why would? The, the bandage I, plays I mean, a part in this, I'm telling right, you. I mean, they don't rotor rooter you through the side like that. I mean, uh, what the hell? What the hell happened? A bandage. Biopsy. <laughs> a biopsy. Interesting theory. Did they fuck with head? her thyroid? Is it a hormone thing? <laughs> Whoa. Tin foil. <laughs> so uh, these doctors see this and go. What the fuck, right? We're sitting here looking for... I think the whole hospital just said, what the fuck? <laughs> right, Wait, like... Patients and <laughs> <laughs> so they notice now the bandage, and they go, what the fuck is this bandage for, right? Bandage plays a key por- uh, part. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the bandage does play a key part. Every time. Right? So they Every act, time. they do. It probably says what the fuck under the bandage. <laughs> Seriously, like, yeah. jokes on you, bitch. Right. Yeah, right. So because of this bandage, for whatever reason, the neurologist in the CT room decides to do a uh, CT of the neck, where they find a one hundred percent occlusion to the right carotid artery. So okay, she, so I mean, it's still an ischemic yeah. neuro event. Exactly. Stroke in your neck. It's a stroke in your neck. Yeah. However, we have to rem- like we have to go back in the call and think that that husband said she had a cardiac procedure done, right? He was misleading in that this wasn't really a cardiac surgery that she had. She had a vascular surgery. So they did um, So they did rotorooter yeah. that um, the, the carotid. carotid left carotid. Yeah. They go That's what I was thinking. I didn't think that they went right they went there right for there, it. Yeah. yeah. Apparently I don't work vascular. This hospital, wherever she went and got it done, did do yeah, it that Wait, way. so they did that recently and she reoccluded? Two weeks no, That's, so that was the plavix? No. So two weeks. Yeah. So the the updates that I've gotten from this crew is two weeks prior to this event, she had the rotor rooter done on the left side. They oh. then noticed that she had the occlusion on, on the, the right, right side. side. So she was occluded on the left. They fe- they dealt with that. They were probably, I'm assuming, going to deal with the occlusion on the right. And, and then, boom, clot. she tossed a clot, had that 100% occluded. Which makes sense because she's got every single risk factor. Right. Wow. So God, what the fuck are the chances of that? Wow. Seriously. It's just it like this call to me 
was just so cool because you're you're expecting exactly what you guys were expecting. Like you see neuro, it's caused by neuro. It's a bleed. It's a blockage. Right. We're we're going I mean, with technically that. Technically, we weren't wrong. You were, you're not wrong. And the crew was definitely not wrong. In there, it's no. just where it was. It's just That's where so it was. It's like how like NMI is a stroke for your heart. This is just a stroke for her neck. But it's still affecting her brain. Yeah. Right. Like because you're still having a stroke. It's in it. It your brain is. Lack of perfusion. Yeah, like there is lack of perfusion, and that's what's causing all of these deficits, right? When we think like strokes, you get that lack of oxygen and perfusion from either lack of blood flow because of a clot, or you get it because the blood is leaking out right. to other places right. in the in the in the brain cavity and it's not actually getting to where it needs to go. It's still all lack of perfusion. It's just happening from a completely yeah, different everything site. Everything south of the right. clot is still functioning normally. Functioning normally. Like nothing happened, yeah. right? Yep. And yeah. the blood pressure is trying to overcome that right. blockage, right. thinking, I need to get extra pressure right. to, to push the through. brain. Which is why it's so high. Which is why it's so high initially, but the brain is clear. Right. So it was just, I thought it was something. And where all that Which actually went. shows how well her body did compensating yeah. during yeah. that yeah. entire time. Yep. I agree. I thought it was just a really interesting call, um, you know, even though it, it it's very cut and dry on what listen, it was. Listen. You know what that sounds it's like? It's really interesting. one of your scenarios in school. Seriously. <laughs> That's that 190 on the glucose. She had the insult and her body right, just went, right. boom, here you go. I need to yeah. fix this. Yep. I need to fix it. That's what I'm saying. It actually shows yeah. how well she her yeah. body compensated for it yeah. at you, 70, whatever back, she was. It's like, wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. And this That's crew, why you should always get hospital follow-up. Yeah, I agree. Good and luck. like and like we said, oh. this crew did everything spot on. Yes, I agree with I... every decision that they made. They were phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. We can't really bash them all that. I wouldn't all that hard. At all. No. I'd, yep. Uh... Nope. I like it. So, uh, anything else, guys? Before we wrap up, cool we'll... call. That was a, yeah, that was a good. Yeah, one. that was a good interesting. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kelsey smiling over here. And the here. goddamn bandage. <laughs> I'm just going to keep finding calls. I swear. With, with bandages. bandages. Hey, all you people out there that have interesting calls with involving bandages, send, <laughs> send them, them in. in. Send them in. Yep. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Like, I just, I think I'm going to start putting bandages in for no reason. Why do they have a bandage on their penis? I don't know. I just felt like putting it in there. <laughs> no, because Why the last two were relevant. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Oh, see you guys with bandages. <laughs> Seriously. <Yeah>. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, guys. Till next time, stay safe. Donuts. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you'd like more information on the podcast or to send us a call to review, visit medicmaterials.com forward slash podcast. To learn more information, like us on Facebook at Medic Materials EDU or watch our weekly instructional videos on the Medic Materials YouTube channel.